Coming soon. Bazooka. If you would like to call the show, you can do so on 0742-006-304. Anyway, good afternoon. It's time for Bazooka. <laughs> Welcome to Bazooka with me, Gavin Webster, the most bazooka and bazooka of the lot. Um, so good afternoon, uh, political smack addicts and uh, fans of alternative takes from the world of Westminster, but those takes coming from the provinces, in this case, Walls End on Tyne, home of the Walls End Boys Club, Sting, Mike Neville. Uh, former Portsmouth FC defender Mickey Tate, uh, a council that cares, a council that gives you parking tickets regardless how long you've been parked, it could just be two minutes. A town that says no to new developments to help small traders, but yes to the big boys like Aldi, Burger King and Weatherspoons. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. We're open for business. We're open for business. Thank you. Thank you. That, sorry, I've just been watching Liz Truss's speech. Um, <laughs> it was what it was, uh, as as they might say uh, these particular days. But anyway, what about the speech? What do you what what, what do you make of the speech? What what, what who pays for all this? Who pays for all this? Yes, who pays for all this? Who pays for all this? Can we get these removed? Who pays? Can we remove? Could 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 we remove these people? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for removing them. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, just some people protesting there about uh, what's uh, getting getting said. Um, yeah, I'm, well, I'm, of course I'm satirising the kerfuffle from the two women who had banners and shouted that they, they didn't vote for stuff and that Truss had uh, proposed. But Liz, respectfully, to be fair to her, stayed silent while they were ejected from the hall. Or rather had no witty repartee whatsoever and stood like a fucking tin of milk while security chaps who looked like they were from the university chess club pulled these ladies out. Uh, I mean, it's great that they were, if you like, in disguise, these two ladies. I don't know if you saw it, they were in disguise. They were, well, they were dressed as cunts so as to blend in with the Tories. You know, trouser suits and uh, Liz MacDonald from Coronation Street circa 1994 hairstyles, you know. Their banner was ripped off them, but... Guess what? They had another one. <laughs> another banner, exactly like the previous banner. Quick thinking, 
British enterprise that I love and that Labour would fight tooth and nail not to have. Sorry, I keep slipping into Liz, you know, which I've heard is an oft used expression round Westminster Weir. Um, she, um, yes, indeed. Ta-da! <laughs> she wanted the Greenpeace protesters out and promptly mauled protest protesters later on in a speech uh, saying that they weren't heroes, but the heroes were the people that went out to work, not these people from Extinction Rebellion and these people in militant unions, not seeming to grasp that the very nature of being in a so-called militant union is because you're actually doing a job in the first fucking place. You know, you don't join a militant union if you're, if you're being on the board of a company dabbling on the stock market or, or being the king of England or... Some of that risible activity that gets celebrated by these cunts more, more than folk that keep the railways running. Also, also, a militant union. Yes, that dreadful militant behaviour of wanting a pay rise to match inflation, considering that the vast majority of your members are on the minimum living wage. You know, it's terrible communism, isn't it? Wanting to look after your workforce and stop them using food banks. Oh, of course, it's, it's terrible. By having a decent living wage and being able to provide for your family, you're not able to get the chance to have a selfie with Dominic Robb when he's generously giving up his time helping out at these places by getting his photo taken and uploading a few tins of peas. Uh. Anyway, yes, we're in Birmingham covering the Conservative Party conference. Um, I've been in the hotel last night. I'm, I'm, I'm checking out today, just doing a few last-minute things after we watched the, the Liz Truss speak, speech. Um, the Birmingham, of course, home of the recent Commonwealth Games. Uh, more canals than Venice. That's what they always tell you, don't they? Um, the more high-rise flats than a Ken Loach film. I would have thought. Uh, and and a world record for getting as many nasty, selfish, hate-fueled, narcissistic haters of the poor in the one building this week. Um, well, that's until the new, improved Labour government go up there in a few years and smash that record. Uh, to be fair, Rachel Reeves and her personality of uh, left-wing hating technically uh, uh, doubles that amount. Uh, to be fair, half of those people today in the International Convention Centre will be back there, you know, for the Labour Party conference when they've uh, when they've crossed the floor because they had to for the sake of the country, uh, not because they're a group uh, they're you know a grubby piece of shit who love export exploiting a quarter of a million pounds in expensive every year that doesn't affect my MP's wages. Um, anyway, apparently, according to Lizzie, the uh, the busy shopping centre at the Bull Ring and the tram system being used by people is what a city with a Tory mayor looks like. Because you know, uh, busy busy shopping and public transport doesn't happen in cities without a Tory mayor, does it, Trussy? Uh, anyway, to put me political hat on, which I suppose would be a blonde wig in tribute to Michael Fabricant who, just admit it, Michael, you're a massive fan of Lamar from Kajagoogoo, that's what you are, or the long judge's hat, you know, the, the, the judge's hat, the big long long hair one with the, the curlers down each side to go along with the leader of the opposition, Kia, my dad used to work in a factory that he owned, but he still worked in it, so therefore he worked there, Stormer. Um, no, I'll put my political Guinness hat on, but no political bias here, because frankly these days I hate all of them. Uh, it was a very predictable speech, wasn't it? Uh, saying about how she would cut red tape and make it easier for businesses. Oh, yawn, fucking yawn, you know. Uh, oh, cut red tape and make it easier for businesses. 
Now, to be fair, I remember all our caretaker predecessors saying this, you know, um, you know, Johnson and the other ones. Uh, you know, you know who I mean, don't you? And I also remember Gordon Brown saying this very thing about alleged red tape when he was talking about invoicing, and this was that when he was Prime Minister, and further back when he was Chancellor. Uh, Major Thatcher, that was their party piece. Ma making it easier for businesses. I am making it easier for businesses. Not bad impressions there, I think, you know. I'm sure it was like that before that, when the more pipe-smokery men were in charge, you know, back in the 70s and 60s. <sighs> Makes you think, though, Jesus, how rock was it to run a business in the old days? You know, with all that red tape before the politicians kindly cut it for us, you know what I mean? How the fuck did Marks and Spencers and Thomas Cook... Uh, Woolworths, Rolls Royce, or countless others get on with all that red tape that the government's kindly cut over the years through understanding business better than business people, apparently. You know what I mean? Uh, fucking hell. No, no wonder people just did the safer enterprising thing back in those days of the British Empire of uh, shooting lions or running banana plantations in the West Indies. I don't fucking know. Um, but anyway... That's my take uh, on the old Tory party conference at this particular uh, moment in time. Um, it's nice to have listeners, nice to have a few people listen, listening in so far, really good. By the way, um, message last, uh, good that Barry Dodd's got in touch with the show before. Uh, lovely message from uh, Albatross McTeeshot. Uh, hello Albatross, if you're listening. Ha very funny. Ha ha, really enjoying this, apart from the interviews with the crackly ringing sound problems. Well, this is just because we've been at conference, uh, Albatross, but we'll we'll do our best to make them better. We've tried to improve them this week because I appreciate there was a bit of a, an issue last week with that. Um, uh, and we got an interview, quite a clear interview, this morning, just this morning, believe it or not, with uh, Peter Anderson Marrow. So if we could just play that, uh, this, is, this is a wonderful interview with Peter, on top form. Once again, here we go. Yeah, I think we've got this. Yeah, got this. Yeah. Hello, Gavin. Can, can we get this started, please? I'm very busy. Yeah, you're at conference. Surely you're not busy today. You're at conference. Well, let's put it this way: that if the conference wasn't in Birmingham, I wouldn't have made it. No, I'm really? so busy. You're really so, busy. So I've been at the conference this morning. Said hello to a few people, shook a few hands, had some coffee, went back to the office because I'm really busy. I'll pop back later yeah, to go yeah. see Mrs. Spooch and then straight back because it's, 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 it's crazy. Okay, right. I'll, so I'll, busy. I'll keep it brief. Very busy. I'll keep it really brief. Right. Um, look, I've got to pick you up on your speech. I mean, you have to. Yeah. Here we go. No, come on. The, uh, we, Here we go. What, what, Peter, hold on. It was a big speech. Surely you, you, you were going to expect something in the backlash from that. Nah, no, look, like, I mean, I'll well, give you... I'll give you to have any backlash. Well, I'll, give you, I'll give you something for that was wide-ranging. I mean, where do you start? Yeah. First of all, meals for 30 pence. Like, thir 30 There's pence. nothing wrong with that. You th can 30 get your pence, mind. Peter. Was that, is that what you were calling? 30 pence, Peter, and I'm very proud well, of How that. are you proud of very that? Very proud so, of Look, look what, what, what's this with the... Like, look, the problem is, Gavin, is that there is supposedly a food crisis and, I, and I, I don't think it is I put it down to the generous benefits system that's in this oh, country generous it's benefits. too too generous that we're generous. spending their money are, are you yeah. saying generous is like a negative a negative connotation the word generous is that what you know you're interrupting me here oh, Gavin look Every time I come on to this show, all you ever do is interrupt I'm me. I'm asking you questions. The, the system, the benefit system is very generous. Generous. So it stops people learning to cook from scratch. So, therefore, me being called 30 pence Peter, yeah. that means I can make meals for 30 pence. That's what it is. And people can't do it. They don't know. 
But it's, hold on. So you're, you're doing meals for thirty pence. It's a generous system. I don't. Well, I mean, like the thing is, like, what, where would we be anyway if you're doing uh, thir- so? Th- is this thirty pence for a whole family or thirty pence for one person? Thirty pence for a whole meal. Oh, that's a whole whole meal. And take of that, what you will. Yes, yeah. uh, th- th- there is no food crisis in this country well, again, at all. There is. I was in Weatherspoons the other day. Right away. Three people were in the queue in front of me. Oh, so that three people. I had to wait 45 minutes for my toe to go. So, so there is no food or money. So you, that's the barometer how there's no food or money crisis because you had to wait in a queue in weather There will be a food crisis when all the weather spoons shut. <laughs> You're joking me, Peter. Because the weather spoons are going to shut. That's what you see as some litmus test as to how it's like. Um, the whole food crisis thing is down to do good and setting. Do, how about you use they the generous? Then they, they, do, they, these do gooders. Do gooders. Yes, for some sort of some sort of prize because they've set up a food bank. There is no need for food banks. Can we you want cook for thirty people? Well, so yeah. They'll go to any length to to, to, to be a do gooder. You don't need to open a food bank. I tell you what you need to do is that when you're going onto onto the motorway, you know when there's the motorway the goes onto like a onto a diversion. Yeah. Flash and let people in. That'll, that's a do-gooder. That'll make you feel good. What is it? When you're in the gym or the health spa and you're using up one of the, the, the machines and someone's looking over, finish up your run early so then people can get onto the treadmill. That'll make you feel good. You don't need to set up a, set up a food yeah. bank. Are you suggesting people just just set up food banks just to make them feel better? Well, what else are they doing? Well, they they don't know community. <laughs> No, community yeah, what, what do we get? Want to not see people starve? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they do because it's like oh, selfishness. Maybe that's that's in your head as a conservative that you're saying people no, do, no, do, no, do no, things no. for their own no, selfishness. I'm not interrupt you. I listened to you when you were speaking. Don't don't interrupt me. My mum and dad sacrificed everything. They put their the, money on the table at the end of the week. They were struggling. Well, it was hard work. Right. That's real poverty. That's real and we poverty. we still had food. But me and Dad would have a few drinks, a, a, a cigarette uh, and, and stuff. And we were so, hard up. Up. so your dad, your dad was a smoker and a drinker. Well, it was old money back then. Old what, money. What, what, what is it? New money. So, so people so can't seem to look after. You're interrupting me, Gary. What I'm saying is, the people... My parents would leave their money on the table the on, a Sunday, on a Sunday. We knew what we had and we were hard up. That was proper poverty. Yeah, yes, yeah. my father still put meals on our table. We always bought a new coat every month. So we weren't as hard up as people think. You know, people aren't that hard, hard up. It was very well turned out. So I your dad was well turned out. I bought a new coat every month, which I'm some people would kill to do. And he smoked. How much did he smoke, for Christ's sake? That's and, 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 he, and he drank as well. And yet you're saying that, uh, you know, you were, that was real poverty in the yeah, Because if your own father didn't drink or smoke, there would have been a... Well, he needed to drink and smoke but because he was so stressed. <laughs> <laughs> from the, from the, from the money issues that we were having. Look, this is kind of ridiculous, you know what I mean? Well, I'll tell you what is ridiculous, is you and your BBC record. I'm not from the BBC. That's what the BBC This is a private podcast, it's not the Every BBC. time we put on the TV, they're scaremongering. What food banks? How poor we are. Yeah, but we're not poor. I'll tell you what I've done. I've ripped up my licence. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, and I How don't anybody it's, else to do it. 
very online now. It goes via your phone. It's an eight thing. You can't tear it up. It doesn't come through a piece of paper. Well, it's, it, I've moved it to the trash folder. All right, on my head. Does that does that make you feel good, person? It does. It does. And I haven't set up a food bank. You can't, you're inadvertently funny, Peter. Look, you, you get yourself because you're busy. I am you? very you busy. Get, you I need to get back for Liz's speech. All right, well, fair enough, but it's been a pleasure talking to you, like, you know. Well, there you go, Peter Anderson Marrow, who is, is very, very busy uh, a lot of the time. Uh, he does make me laugh. Uh, there'll be a lot more, there'll be more stuff about food banks later on, actually. Um, we'll be talking about um, uh, quite, quite a number of these things after. After the break, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So it has been uh, it has been good so far. Continuing with more Tory stuff, uh, and I will be will be back after this message. Thank you. Would you like to invest in a military takeover in Burkina Faso, a poor landlocked country in West Africa with no mineral wealth, infrastructure, and a history so littered with coup d'etats that it's odds on there'll be another one very very soon. If the answer to this is yes, please, and is the profit margin clean and transferable, well, this fabulous one-off special offer could be for you. Here at the world-renowned McCallum Discord Group, we specialize in causing unrest in third world countries, especially where turbulent regimes have to combat religious divides, tribal disputes, a lack of agrarian self-sufficiency, mass protests, constant assassination attempts, and military mutiny. We ramp up hatred against the sitting regime, fund terrorist attacks, and cut a financial deal with the insurgents so that when they take up the reins of government, they pay a lump sum to the McCallum Discord Group and we pay out dividends to our shareholders. It's a no win, no fee, and it's not a guarantee. But our success rate in the disease ridden, war torn third world is second to none. We tell you when to invest. The popular revolution is normally done and dusted in a few weeks, and your investment has a yield of something like 500%. You put in 100 grand, you come out with around 350 after reparations. Just go to our website for details. The McCallum Discord Group, getting people rich from uprisings since 1982. And let me tell you, Burkina Faso is the horse to be on this year. It's fucking foolproof, if you'll pardon my French. And that's up because, of course, he used to belong to the French up until 1958. From this Friday, Warplug Rawplug presents, in association with Middley Middle, the Jim Callahan Files. From his early days, he was working class background in Portsmouth to becoming a tax inspector, a trade union official in the 30s, a lieutenant in the Royal Navy, and then elected to Parliament in the 1945 election, as well as serving as a Sunday school teacher where he met his future wife, Audrey, right through, to being leader of the opposition, Home Secretary, Chancellor of the Exchequer, State Secretary of State, myself on occasion, and of course, a very unremarkable it, it was like he, he considered all options that made a considered opinion based on research and everybody's contribution around the room and made a consensual decision. It was weird. Is everybody happy with that? 
Yes, right. Well, we'll carry that. He'd try and listen to what you had to say. He'd try and listen to what the Union had to say. And then he'd listen to what the British people had to say. And then he'd try to make a decision based on that. Strange man. All right, we'll agree to 39%. He's huddling with the GOC. His arguments will look on one side the Bennites on the other. Are you talking rubbish? Oh, not some talking sense. Using them slightly. Sexist language in the House of Commons when talking to Margaret Thatcher. All right, little lady. The Callahan Files. Is that that awful Lord Evans on the phone again? The fact that his middle name was really Leonard. The fact that he couldn't afford to go to university. There was I waiting in the chair. The fact that he worked in the civil service. The fact that he was yes. Welsh and he wasn't Welsh. But he was teetotal. Then Bill Newland. Well, we know he was Welshman. It's all there in the Callahan Files. The Callahan Files. Lifting the lid. I never said crisis was crisis. Piece the Sun newspaper talking out their fucking arse. On Hulu, Mulu, Lulu, Amazulu, and Pulu. And probably Netflix as well, very soon. Uh, welcome back. Um, we had a lot of people that we talked to at conference. By the way, if you'd like to ring the show, um, we are live at Audible 742-006-304. We're normally live in Wales End on Tyne instead of Westminster. That's the magic of this particular show. But uh, obviously on this particular occasion, we are in Birmingham. I'm at the, um, the, the, the Brummy Birmingham Hotel on the Hagley Road. Bit of a cheaper one. But, you know, that's all I could afford. Um, but uh, once again, yesterday I was talking to um, I was talking to Jason Drain, you know, the, the, the popular talk show host that's been thrown out the, the Conservative Party, but uh, he, 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 he tries to make himself known as a bit of a podcaster, a bit like me, I suppose, but uh, from a much more right-wing point of view. And he's the hairdresser from County Durham. Um, so uh, I caught up with Jason yesterday for the, his first ever interview, his debut interview on um, Bazooka. And this is what he had to say. I hope you enjoy this interview. I really enjoyed it too. Uh, Jason Drain, here we go. Uh, a quick word, a quick word, please. Uh, Jason, Jason, um, just for the uh, listeners, this is uh, J- Jason Drain. Hello, Jason. Hello, Gavin. You know, I'm really concerned about these carbon emissions. Well, that, well that's what I was going to ask you about that, because you're going to do a speech today at conference, aren't you? Um, yeah, yeah. Even though you've been thrown out the Conservative Party. Yeah, that, 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 that hurt a little bit, but I'm still doing the, the speech for them. You, know, you are, yeah, but you've actually also lost your job in UK News, didn't you? Well, that was, the, uh, that was like a car crash to the heart, that. Uh, yeah, but yeah. it was, with your big, yeah, right, yeah. Your big right wing show on a Sunday night. What was it yeah. called then? Uh, Dr- Sun- Drain Sunday Night Service or something, yeah, Dino Rod. Right, it's Dino Rod. Right, right, right. Yeah, well, it's because of a chain reaction. <laughs> sort of staying in our isn't it? No. Anyway, the um, can I ask you then? What, 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 what's the beef? I mean, if we're if we're now moving to hybrid vehicles and CO two emissions being much lower as a result of these electric vehicles, surely that's a good thing. I know, Jason. because cause I'm concerned about these carbon carbon uh, emission standards because they want us to get rid of all our our diesel cars by yes. 2060. And, and 2060? Well, look, mate, I'll be I'll be well into my 90s then, and you'll be more than middle-aged to be quite I mean, there's, older. There's not many hybrid cars on the road at the moment. I mean, do you have any idea how many... Uh, carbon neutral cars were on the road in 1992. Well, probably alone. None. 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 And now they're popping up. They're popping and up. That's, that's how terrorism works. 
there was there, 200 years ago there was no automobiles on the road at all there was no motor cars but then we've got to put these these these, these plugs for the for the cars and stuff in now well and that's it's, not expensive it's gonna Jason. cost a fortune it's not gonna it's cost, cost a fortune this is the problem you know because every time there's new technology we have to pay for it and nobody it's, at all it's just i know but that's how it works that's how technology works you have to pay for it it's not that expensive mate and and, and what about the what about the costs we're going to get back by the fact that we're not going to have to go to the pump and it's pay so, a load of money for diesel or petrol I know, but it's not for us, it's for people in the future, though. That's what it is, isn't it's, it? It's, no, no, it's not because. Did, did you think about this? How much it costs to, to perfect pesticides? It got five percent of the country's GDP. Do you, do you know how much that is? That's a lot of well, money. Well, it depends on the country, mate. It's a lot of money. I know, but do you not think pesticides? I don't know what we'll get onto this actually. But pesticides mean that people don't have their crops ruined, so it actually brings money in. It's a, it's 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 net. It's a net. It's a net. Um, that's not the point, Gavin. It's, it's, a lot of money. Money. it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. We've got to pull this money from somewhere. And when, when going back to cars, oh, going back to cars is that we've been consistently controlled by the government when it comes to comes to cars, things like speed bumps or speed cameras. It's I've been done by a speed camera, but it, it, fair enough, maybe it's ambiguous. Speed bumps. You're saying speed bumps is a bad thing. Well, yeah, because they, well, really? you have to think of the cost of the money of trying to plan where that speed bump needs to go. Well, it's an obvious place it needs to go where there's going to be a lot of pedestrians, schools, for example. And then, and then you've got so the cost of putting the big lump of concrete well, down. Well, that's just like They'd be better off taking that money that they're putting on speed bumps and putting it in the potholes. And they should, they, oh. should, they should level the roads rather than making them lumpy. Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah, they're doing it outside schools so people don't, like... Run kids over for That's example. not the point, Gavin. It's what? the cost. Do you drive past the school really fast? Well, I would if I could, but I can't because I'm, <laughs> I'm being controlled by the government. <laughs> you so the government's controlling you. Stop me going like bloody Sterling Bastard Moss outside of a freaking primary school and running kids. Yeah, 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 someone else should have done it. It's, it's um, the running costs, you see, it's the staff costs that, 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 that they expect us to pay for it for for, 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 for no reason whatsoever. They want, they want to introduce these things, but they want us to pay for it. It's not fair. I, do, I, I don't get your point. But anyway, you have a good speech at conference, Jay. I hope you, I hope you really enjoy it. And it's, uh, you know, it, it has been bizarre, but funny talking to you. Thank you. Hey, well, there you go. That is Jason Drain. And I'm, I'm pleased he's made his debut finally on Bazooka. But uh, he does have a beanie's bonnet a lot of, about a lot of things, Jason Drain. And it's always financial, which brings us on to financial news, actually. I don't know if you know, obviously, the, the pound had a bit of a difficult week. It started the week uh, in a very much a, a lassie viren position, you know, right at the back. Uh, not able to uh, sport the new Nike shoes, but was uh, and uh, against the dollar. The dollar shot off rather like David Bedford uh, on Nick Rose. Uh, the pound did strengthen as the week went by. Uh, very much, uh, people were speculating that it would do. Uh, rather like uh, a David Coleman commentary from the time saying, "Watch Wilson Wagwar at the back," whereas Wagwar doesn't actually do something. But to be fair, rather like um, Dave Wattle, Wattle the Throttle, um, or David Henry, or um, you know, rather like Mike McLeod. A little bit later, it did um, catch a little bit of um, uh, a bit of traction. And caught itself up later on, and uh, finished in stump style, but really didn't didn't do do themselves a lot of justice at the end of the day. Just um, just finished it rather like a, a, a half decent Middlesbrough season, uh, whilst they were in the top flight. Anyway, that was brought to you by the nineteen seventies. That particular financial news, and um, 
you know, at least it's more sensitive than what the British public speak. I talk about the British public and those people that live abroad at the moment, um, regular listeners will know that we talk to Steve Goodtime, every time's a good time, in his bar in Benidorm, in the old town of Benidorm, the Blue Moon, uh, to just get a bit of a handle on what British people think of um, the different political developments going on here, even though they have businesses over there. So this is my interview this week to uh, Steve Goodtime. Hope you enjoy that. Hello, Gavin. It's Steve Goodtime here. Yes. Every time's a good time. Yes. Blue moon in the old Hello. town of Benidorm. Oh, well, uh, how's the blue moon looking at the moment? Is it busy at this time of day? Oh, it's always doing very well. Very well. So We've got an offer on, on the lager at the moment. It's a half a lager for one euro. That's what it is. Oh, yes. right. Still that, is that, that still on the afternoon, is it? Uh, well, it's different from the morning and the afternoon because the afternoon is a different lager. Is so, it? It, yes, so it is very is it, different. Gavin. Is it not siesta time at the moment? Oh, we're not one of those lazy buggers. No, really? <laughs> no, no, well, no, we stay open all the time. Me and Consuela sometimes will walk upstairs for a quick half hour. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, right, enough no about that, Gavin. Yes. Well, every time's a good time. Yes, okay. Thank well, you. We'll, we'll get, get, get off that side of your life, please. Um, yeah, what I was going to ask you was about, um, obviously, yeah. we, 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 we like to get the view of people in the Eurozone. Uh, at this particular moment in time, uh, obviously since we left the EU. Now, obviously, the Prime Minister has announced, uh, well, uh, she was into a, a, a big... She? Uh, yes. Who are you talking about? Well, Prime L Minister? L Liz Trust. Who? L Liz Trust. Liz, Liz Trust? Liz Trust, yeah. What happened to Blair? Bl Blair? Yeah, the Prime Minister, Blair. Tony Blair, there's been... <laughs> Tony Blair's there's... the Prime Minister, No, there's... <laughs> There's been about four prime ministers since Tony Blair, and this is the fifth one now. Trust, there's been ones in between. Are you aware trust? of Trust, well, it's, it's another woman. That's two now. They're taking over. The, the, there's been another one as well between... Oh, no, don't be talking matter. silly beggars. It doesn't, 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 doesn't matter, mate. Anyway, not to worry. Right, what I would like to ask you, Steve, was the fact that... Um, anyway, what she's, what she's actually brought in is a whole raft of measures. There was a... There was a um, uh, um, the tax on the very rich, which was 45 pence in the pound, uh, went down to 40. They scrapped it, basically. Uh, but now it's come back up again. They've relented. But what the, the thing was, right, coming out of that was um, the fact that there's a lot of poverty as a result of that. Now, um, uh, about um, people not being able to feed themselves, food banks and the like. Now, um, Well, we have got a great deal on... On Sunday dinners here at the Blue Moon. That's not really the, you know, that's not so really the same thing. If that's you want really a proper, proper English Sunday dinner, you can come here to the Blue Moon. And talking about the pound, Gavin, I don't think that really matters to me because we're Euro over here. Y Euro? Yeah, we're Euros. We're, we're not pounds. So I don't don't really understand how that's going to affect No, me. well, it is going to affect us, affect you in a, in a certain way. I mean, obviously, um, how, how, how are the Euros... Uh, in, 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 in in this particular... Well, actually, the bar next door wouldn't show the Euros. Well, it's, no, it's, I, don't, I don't mean the... Although, don't mean we did show the women's, but I mean, why would you watch the women's football? <laughs> well, I mean, let's not get out of standard, isn't yeah. it? Although, mind you, I wouldn't mind Consuela doing a few keepy-uppies with my balls. Oh, so. God, let's get off that. Let's get off that, please. Um, now, the, one of the big things... I don't know if this, is, if this is happening in Spain, but one of the big things the new Prime Minister was talking about is uh, she's relaxed... She'll the... never yeah, get used to uh, that. Yeah, I know, I know you won't, Lindy. She's relaxed the rules on fracking. 
I beg your pardon? F- fracking. Fracking. What's your language, Gavin? If you were in the blue moon here, the, the top Manchester bar in the old town of Benidorm, I'd be telling you to put a euro in the swear box. It's not. I don't think you... F-R-A-C-K-I-N-G. I don't need you to spell it for no, me. Look, what Spelling's just as bad as saying. Look, Steve, what it is, is it's a form of mining. It's a form of mining, but it, it's 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 gas mining, shale gas mining, where, where you... Pretty much, you open well, the ground. What's that got to do with the with the bar industry? Well, what it is, right, is is that means we're hoping to get our own gas in the UK, where we won't have to pay for it from Russia. You know what I mean? And and so as a result of that, we're hoping that in the long run we'll get cheaper bills. I don't know what what your view is on fracking in 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 in, in Spain. That's well, I do wish you'd stop saying that word to me. Well, it's, it's quite the, quite offensive. Quite offensive. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get this sort of. Uh, oh, I tell you, who came in the other day? James Whale. James Whale. He wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't bring up this sort of language in my. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, what, what are you he about? comes in quite a lot. What are you about? James Whale. 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 Are we whaling? What? Whale. Whale. What's What's all that? Like? Stop talking about the the whale. Well, James Whale came in. Well, like, see, come see, in. How it, see how it feels like, Steve. You're talking about fracking, right? And that it's a, it's actually it's a well, thing. Tony Poison comes here a lot. Are you going to start talking about poisoning people? Yeah, uh, I, I think you're missing the frigging point here. Oh, actually, I did swear there. There you go. You now, watch your language, really. No, anyway, I'm not, well, I'm not. It's it's a it's a private podcast. I can do what I like, really. But what what it is, right? Is I would like to um, yeah, I would like to speak to you about uh, the the fact that. Um, do you think there should be good dialogue about this sort of thing about 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 uh, about mining for shale gas in in? Well, who for? What's it for? I don't really understand. Well, it's to get cheaper bills. You'd like cheaper bills in the top Manchester bar in the old town of Benidorm. Of course we do. Every cheap... time's a good time in the blue moon. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, it's been good talking to you. I mean, I understand the whole point of it, Gavin. But if it's to try and help people in future generations, I've got no, I've got absolutely no care for the future. Well, well why, why do you care? My kids just don't a... even speak to me. Well, and I, I, I suppose I'll put it down to fracking then. That's what it'll have to be. I thought it was Brexit. Clearly, it's fracking. Really, and that's why your kids don't speak to you. Clearly, I mean, I, I'd be furious if I had a woman in con- in control of my prime minister as well. Oh, terrible, isn't it? <laughs> Female prime minister. Ooh. I've told them they can come out here to the Blue Moon, but they won't come. Well, that, I suppose, is your private business, Steve. But it, it, it's been a pleasure talking to you, mate. And, uh, hey, save that uh, save that euro, that pint for a euro for me when I, when well, I come down. it's half a lager. Half a lager for one euro when uh-huh. the football's on. Uh, and then when the football's not on, it's uh, half a lager for one euro. But that, that is the uh, same hey, thing, though, isn't it? It's a different lager, Gavin. But uh, thank you for from the Blue Moon, the top Manchester bar in the old town of Benidorm, uh, with free... Steve Goodtime, where every time is a good time. <laughs> thank you very much, Steve. Free plug in there. Thank you. Oh, Steve, good time there. Um, he, uh, I'd love to go to the uh, the Blue Moon when I'm out there. I hope his kids start talking to him though, because he's, uh, you know, as much as the fact that he misses the point a lot of the time, I think I think he's a good bloke. You know, I really do. Um, anyway, w- speaking of fracking, this morning I went out with a microphone, went down to uh, the Drinkers Arms in Baker, and we asked a few Geordie people what they thought of fracking uh, itself. So, uh, this is what, you know. Cutting edge stuff. This is what the Geordies think of fracking. Here we go. No, I wasn't the Chronicle man, I was in it, it was like in magazines in its own right. I was in the Little Chronicle. 
I wasn't. It was a middle. That's a fish. That's a fishing your thing, not me. Oh, I was in the middle of the pond. Oh, in the middle of the pond. Oh, you're dusty. And now, but I'm not tan. Fuck me, man. You know, I don't know. I wasn't for my mother. Didn't have me. You know, I didn't have a mother. You know, she left before I was born. Oh, you're dusty. Yeah, yeah, you're dusty, man. Ah, I'm telling you what, mate. Pure heat, the ball. And I put the, the trouble is, eh? When you, when you're tired about going to a place like that, right, and I don't mean that anybody. Wait, what am I gonna look like if I turn up and go, oh yeah, I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking made of bricks, mate, you know what I mean? I'm not having that either, you know? I'm sniding on my metal. Ah, uh, exactly. Jumped on, didn't even, I didn't even care. Uh, well, I didn't really get a lot out of them there, but I, 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 I gather by that, that um, they're not entirely sure about um, about uh, the, the rate of exchange and how many... Um, how many euros you can get for a pound and uh, so on and so forth. Interesting stuff, as I always say. Interesting, interesting stuff. Um, but um, obviously we haven't got any callers this week. We will get them in the future though, because we're starting to build up the uh, build up the call numbers. You can get in touch at uh, Bazooka Show, all one word, uh, on uh, the, the the new Twitter feed that we've started. And you can ring the show between two and three, of course. Well, between two and 2.45 or whatever it is, uh, how long it takes to do the show. Um, and uh, you can do that uh, on Audible 742-006-304. As you well know, what follows this show is, of course, Tony Poison and the Poison Hour. What have you got today, Tony? Tony Poison, Poison Hour. Hi, Gavin. You know... People come up to me. I go for a walk before this show, the poison out, but, and uh, and I'm having a walk around the park. Are you not listening to me, sure? Yeah, I am on the headphones. And people well, come up well to done. me <laughs> and they say tone, and I, I can't hear them because I'm listening to your show. So I take the headphones. Oh, 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 very, very say, diplomatic. Huh? They say tone, and I say yes, matey. And they say tone. When are we going to get to the bottom of the big issues? What's, what's, say, the, what's the big issue? And I say, you know what? You're right. Right. And this is what we need to address. The wokes. Oh, the wokes again! The wokes. I'd the love to. I'd love to talk about. Twenty the year old talking about the wokes. Gavin, I'd love to talk about the big issues. My friend Mick Hume, very relatable Mick. and decent journalist, Daily Mail. He's doing great stories, but I can't talk about them because the wokes are on top of it. Oh, the numbers are through the roof, Gavin. Well, your numbers are through the roof. We are. Well, to, we're going to need a new roof. We're really? going to need a new roof. I'll have to get a trades. Person in. Oh, oh yeah, well done. Oh, oh thank you. Probably, probably a member of the LGBTQ two two four two by fours. One of those. <laughs> well, well, you know, I don't know you sort of call them that. But anyway, why is it works again? Well, they together? are ruining the world, Gavin. They're ruining. We're trying to have a nice radio station. We'd love to be able to give you the hard hitting news that we want to, but the wokes won't let us. Well, you may disagree, mate. You? Yeah, might disagree. So give us a call 0208 70 20 Or you could give us a text on that same number. Uh, at the truth. Or you could tweet us at the truth. Yeah. Okay, Tony. Look forward to it, mate. Everybody is. There you go, there's Tony Poison. Uh, looking forward to his show at the truth, of course. That's where you can find out exactly what's going on. Uh, well, that just about brings us towards the end. It has been, once again, a, a, an absolute blast of a, sh of a show. Um, we're here next week when it won't be party conference season. It will just be a normal week and I'll be back in canny old Walls End doing a show about Westminster. They've probably still got another recess. They're always on fucking holiday. Anyway, thank you very much, folks, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye! <laughs>
Bazooka was written and presented by Gavin Webster with beautiful additional material from Carl Halbert. If you would like to contribute to the Patreon, you can do so on patreon.com slash Gavin Webster. Bazooka is a Scrapper Read production! Bazooka. Bam, 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 bam,